Welcome again to Creative Mind. I'm your host, Bobby Brill, and on this bonus episode, we're going to talk about how to do a pitch. Because by now, you've written your script, you're ready to make your movie, you're ready to promote your website, or your next big idea that you've thought about in this wacky time. And now you've got to tell somebody about it. You've got to tell somebody who you want to help you. You're going to tell somebody you want to invest. You're going to tell somebody who's going to let you do this idea. You're going to tell this idea a lot. And you need to be able to tell this idea well. It's your pitch. And a pitch can be good, it can be bad, but it does have a format and there's some ideas behind giving a good pitch. And a lot of times our pitches aren't very good. It's a lot of, uh, I'm gonna, it's a great story about a, a guy and he's got this car and it's gonna drive itself and, and, and nobody wants to hear that. So in this episode, we have Janice Sue Memel, who is the director of the Schools of Entertainment for the Academy of Art University. And she's a two-time Academy Award winning producer. Her idea on a pitch is going to be something you really want to take some notes on. First up, we're going to hear her example of a bad pitch. And then she's going to give us a couple of different versions, so pay close attention. And if you like what you hear, please at the end, don't forget to hit subscribe. So here we go. A terrible pitch. So today I have a story for you about racial profiling. I got it during 911, and I think it's really cool. I think you'll like it a lot. So the story is about two guys, Tim and Abdul. One's a white guy, one's an Arab guy. Tim has tickets to a concert, and he asks Abdul to go with him. And it's a concert. Wait, wait, wait. It's, it's, it's a Sleigh Bells concert. It's a Sleigh Bells concert. And, and Tim asks Abdul to go with him to the Sleigh Bells concert. Well, Abdul can't pay for the tickets, but Tim says if Abdul buys him dinner, then he'll take him. So they go to dinner, and then they're standing in line, and there's, there's, um, there's, there's security in line. And, and, and Abdul doesn't... Abdul... Abdul freaks out, and he um, he doesn't like the security. And Tim like calls him an Arab, and Abdul gets angrier. And then he's gonna be like gone. He's out of there, and Tim apologizes. And so Abdul says he'll stay, and then Tim. Tim goes around the corner and he takes a phone and he sets off a bomb that Abdul's holding. Yep, that was pretty awful. But it's not that far off from a lot of pitches we've probably heard or even made ourselves. So let's listen again as we get to something that's a medium pitch, a little, little bit better. So I'm going to pitch you a movie called Really. I got this idea about racial profiling from an event that occurred around 9-11 to me. Do you remember where you were? I'm gonna start over because I hate that. Okay. I got this idea from an event that occurred around 9-11 and it happened to me. Do you remember where you were on 9-11? Yeah, of course, yes. I was in my office, it was on the TV, it was crazy. Well, that's nice. So I was in Toronto 
and I was in line by an Arab guy with bloodshot eyes, and I kept racial profiling him in my mind, and I knew it was wrong. And ever since then, I wanted to do a movie about racial profiling, and that's what really is. Really is the story of a kid, Tim, who comes from upstate New York to Manhattan, rents an Airbnb from an Arab kid named Abdul, has an extra ticket to a concert, which is why he's come down to New York, and invites Abdul to be his guest for the price of a dinner. Abdul has nothing better to do. It's a great concert. And even though that day there'd been a terrorist attack in Paris, and Abdul knew better than to go out on the streets of New York, because people would racial profile him, he decided to go with Tim anyway. And after dinner, they walk to the concert, and Abdul sees the security line, gets very freaked out about it, doesn't want to go through the hassles. Tim is not a help at all. He, um, he says to Abdul, well, you got to understand, I mean, you are an Arab. I mean, we do have to be careful, at which point Abdul loses it on Tim. And then Tim apologizes because he realizes how awful he's been. Abdul accepts the apology. Tim starts looking for his tickets to the concert, can't find them throws his backpack at Abdul and asks Abdul to hold it while he runs back to the restaurant to look for them. When Tim gets around the corner, he pulls out a phone, he dials 911. He tells them there's an Arab standing in line at the Sleigh Bells concert with a bomb and a backpack, drops the phone in the subway grid, takes out another phone, sets off a bomb, and blows up Abdul and everybody else in line. That's the story of really. So not bad. Probably something you think might actually be good or, or bordering on good, some elements of good to extract from there. So now let's take a listen again to Jana's idea of a good pitch, a final pitch, a really polished pitch. So do you remember where you were on 911? Uh, yeah, of course, yes. Where were you? I was in uh, I was in my office and I was pulled into a meeting and the you know the, everything was on the TV it was crazy. Were you scared? Well, it was so far away, uh, but yeah, obviously, yeah. What city? London. London. So did you think, oh, this could be us next, or? Yeah, absolutely, of course. I mean, London's been a victim of attacks in the past. Why? Who knows whether it was coordinated around the world? Oh my God, I, I sort of had the similar experience to you. I was on a set in Toronto and we were lighting. And so the monitors were on to the Today Show. And I was looking at the monitor and I saw this plane hit the World Trade Center. And I was like, oh my God, I have three children in LA. And oh my God, those poor people. And, and we didn't know what to do. And I was trapped in Toronto with three little children in LA, and nothing went in and out of Toronto. We couldn't get into the States, we couldn't drive into the States. And it wasn't until Saturday that I was able, and this was Tuesday, that I was able to fly home. And I was on the very first plane out of Toronto, and behind me, two people behind me, was an Arab guy. And he had very, very bloodshot eyes. And I 
kept saying to myself, you know, for all you know, he's coming from the funeral of his mother. For all you know, he had a fight with his wife yesterday. And I, I was so shocked that I was so weirded out by being near this Arab gentleman with bloodshot eyes because I was racial profiling. I was just terrified. And I'm a very big liberal. And I kept going, why are you racial? What, what does that have to do with anything? But, but I was doing it. And it stuck with me so much that ever since then, I've been so aware of racial profiling and how easy it is for anybody to do that. So when I started teaching at the Academy of Art, and my very first class was teaching how to write a five to eight minute short, and I thought, I produce 30 minute shorts. I have no idea how to write a five to eight minute short. And I said to a friend of mine, I don't teach what I don't know how to do, so I've got to write a five to eight minute short, but I can't come up with an idea. And my friend said, well, my son, who's a blonde haired, blue eyed kid and is an actor, is graduating from, from acting school and his roommate is an Arab American and we want to make a short starring them. Do you have any ideas? And I said, oh my God, this is a really great opportunity to discuss racial profiling and how we will think that somebody is the bad guy when, because we've racial profiled them, when actually it may be the absolute converse. And so that's the story of Really. And Really is about this kid, Tim. Tim is a white kid from small town in upstate New York, very, very lower middle class. Um, his father's probably a mechanic. And when Tim and all his friends were getting out of high school, including his girlfriend, Ginny, they immediately were gonna sign up for the armed forces um, because there was money, there was housing, they could get the GI Bill. They all signed up. And then Tim, one drunken night before he, before he got called away for his enlistment, got in a motorcycle accident, broke everything. There's Tim in upstate New York and his girlfriend Jenny and all his friends are off in Afghanistan. And there's a Sleigh Bells concert and Ginny's on her way home, a few days left in Afghanistan when the concert's meant to happen. And Tim, almost nine months before, buys tickets to celebrate Ginny's return. Well, unfortunately, three days before Ginny came home, she got blown up by an IED. Tim's been grief-stricken, hasn't been able to bring himself to sell her tickets. And now the movie takes place the night of that concert. Tim's come down to New York. He's staying in an Airbnb he found. He found this Airbnb that's owned by a kid named Abdul. Abdul's a film student in NYU. Tim shows up at the door. He's still got Ginny's tickets. And he says, hey man, you look like a nice guy. Would you like an extra ticket to the Sleigh Bells concert? And Abdul's like, I'm a student, man. I'm renting out my own bedroom and sleeping on my couch. I can't afford a ticket to Sleigh Bells. And Tim says, you know, I really don't want to go alone. I don't want to stand on the corner and hawk it. You buy me dinner, I take you to Sleigh Bells. Abdul's like blown away. They go to dinner, they talk about Tim's life, they talk about Abdul's life, and then they head out to the concert. Now, Abdul had been called by his mother who had virtually 
begged him to stay home, not to leave the apartment, because that day there'd been a terrorist act like the one that just happened in Paris. And every time that stuff happens, any Arab young man anywhere is a suspect, just like the guy who was standing in line behind me. And Abdul would normally have done what his mom said because he's been harassed on the streets. But man, this is the sleigh bells. How do you give up the sleigh bells? So as they're approaching the concert, he sees the security line. The security line is around the block. And he knows for a fact they are going to do everything but shine a flashlight up his behind because of how he looks and who he is and what happened earlier that day in France. And he articulates his trepidation to Tim. And Tim, who's not all that fond of Arabs, given that his girlfriend was blown up by one, um, says, well, what do you expect, man? I mean, I know you're cool, but you know, we can't be too careful with Arabs. And Abdul loses it, absolutely loses it. And he's like, where do you think I'm from, huh? Tim's like, I don't know, Afghanistan, Iraq, Iran. And Abdul goes, I'm from FN Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. Just like you're an American, I'm an American. And he gets ready to walk away. He is not putting himself through this. Sleigh bells or no sleigh bells. And Tim hears his passion and realizes what he's done. And it's so awful, just like I was in that line. And he apologizes and he gets Abdul to stay. And now they're getting closer to the head of the line. And he reaches in his pocket for his tickets. And it's like, oh my God, oh my God. I must have left those tickets in the restaurant, in the bathroom. He throws his backpack at Abdul and says, hey man, hold this, I'm running. And he heads off for the restaurant to hope that his tickets are still there. But when he gets out of sight of Abdul, he takes out his phone, he calls 911, and he says there's an Arab in line for the sleigh bells holding a bomb. He throws the phone he's called 911 on through the subway grate, takes another phone out, hits four buttons, and as the line and Abdul explode, he walks away. And that's the story of Really. So there you go. Three examples of how a pitch should and, of course, should not be. So take a look at your pitch, your idea and start crafting it out and practicing how to make that better because if you've ever dreamed about a career in art and design, you're gonna have to make a lot of pitches. And as more and more art and design career opportunities are on the rise, employees are always on the hunt for the next generation of talented and skilled creative professionals. And at Academy of Art University, you will get the work-ready skills that employers want. You can study on-site in downtown San Francisco or right now, as always, anywhere in the world with our online programs. To request more info about any of our 40 plus areas of study in art and design, filmmaking, game development, photography, fashion, you name it, visit academyart.edu slash creative mind. And again, if you want to hear more and never miss an episode, hit subscribe. Thanks again for listening.